Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. What is the No Spin News all about? You know that this is a fact-based analysis news program. You know that. We avoid speculation. We don't do conspiracies here. We don't do party politics here. We're not nonpartisan. That's wrong. Not that. Okay, we are advocates for a stronger America and a more just society. We don't believe in communism. We don't believe in socialism. We don't believe in nihilism. We don't believe in the progressive woke culture. We think it is un-American. We don't support that. So you should know what we are, and it would then crystallize what we do. Listen to the No Spin News. Subscribe to Bill O'Reilly's podcast feed wherever podcasts are available. War on the U.S. Dollar, brought to you by Patriot Gold Group. Hey, Slider Crusaders, America's the greatest country in the world. Welcome to our special presented by Patriot Gold Group, War on the U.S. Dollar. I have two major concerns about the future of our economy. First, the end of the dollar as the world's reserve currency. We're going to explain what that means coming up in just a couple of minutes. A headline just the other day in the Washington Post, move over U.S. dollar. China wants to make the yuan the global currency. A couple articles here and there, but still it seems like no one cares. Biden sure, surely not doing anything to stop this from being a problem anymore. Check out this chart here. These are all the countries that used to have a reserve currency going back to about the year 1200. Ours has been the top dog since the end of World War II. I don't know what makes anyone think that we will be the top dog forever. I'm sure the people of Florence and Portugal and Spain all thought that they would be the reserve currency forever as well. But the people in England never dreamed that the US dollar would be the reserve currency. And here we are. Yet some people think we're infallible and it will never stop. Warren Buffett was asked if America will always be the world's reserve currency. And here's what he said. It's very interesting. I mean, we are the reserve currency. And I see no option for any other currency to be the reserve currency. That's so historically ignorant. It's shocking how anyone as wise as him could say such a thing. Because again, the people of uh, uh, Florence didn't think that Portugal would ever be the reserve currency. Oh, well, there's no, no other option. But after World War II, we were the only country that came out stronger. But that doesn't mean it'll last forever. Donald Trump's all over this. He gets it. Here he is the other day. Our currency is crashing and will soon no longer be the world standard, which will be our greatest defeat, frankly, in 200 years. There will be no defeat like that. That will take us away from being even a great power. It's true. What's interesting is this word reserve currency. What does reserve mean? It used to mean 
that the currency was backed by and could be at any time redeemed for gold. So the expression was like the British pound and now the US dollar is good as gold. So this thing right here, this dollar, it's good as gold. So all the countries in the world could trade in it because it's easier to move around this denomination than it is gold bars. But when the dollar wasn't backed by gold anymore, what's the reserve? It's funny, there's no reserve, but we still call it reserve currency. Well, it's backed today by the US military, and it's backed by the fact that we have the biggest economy in the world, and its value has been relatively stable. Those things, if they're still true now, they won't necessarily be true forever. So if our military is no longer the strongest in the world, or certainly our economy is no longer the strongest in the world, if you add together India and Brazil and China, and they're way bigger than ours, we're not the biggest country anymore. We don't have the biggest economy. So why would we continue to be the reserve currency? We'll talk about that more in just a minute. My second biggest concern is the central bank digital coin, CBDC. This is the ultimate tool of tyrannical control, there's no question. No question. The ability of the federal government to monitor and control every single purchase you make. They can't do that with cash. But only 20% of all transactions are in cash right now. So that's easy enough for the government to ban. But if they have technological ability to completely control all of your money, that is, that's game over. That's checkmate, that's the end of the day. That's it, that's it. RFK, RFK Jr. got in trouble a couple years ago when he said that the ambition of every totalitarian leader is to control every aspect and behavior and thought of every human in their power and their control but they were limited by their technological ability. And he said, even in Hitler's Germany, you could, you could escape, you could hide. It was hard, but some were able to do that. But with today's technology, those totalitarians, they now have technology that no one's ever dreamed of having before. So when you give the federal government these tyrants in weight, when you give them the ability to control every single thing that you purchase, or make things that you're not even allowed to purchase, you don't think they'll use that power? Of course they will. John Carney from Breitbart is here to help us with all of these issues. John, always good to talk to you, brother. Yeah, thanks for having me. I think I got three questions here. First question is, why was the United States ever the reserve currency to begin with? We just showed a, a, a chart with all the reserve currencies over time. Uh, the pound before us, but how did we become the reserve currency? Basically, we won World War I and World War II. Uh, the <laughs> entire world's economy was in ruins, and the U.S.'s economy was actually coming back from the Great Depression. The world depended on more or less the largesse of the U.S. to support itself. Mm. And so we ran, so we did a couple of things. One, we had all these Marshall plans. We lent to countries all over the world. We organized and we we had a in, we were willing to run very large trade deficits with many countries so that they accumulated dollars and so in this way we became the world's reserve currency and then in the 1970s we went even further because we started allowing central banks around the world to more or less lend out dollars particularly in Europe so that they then had the facility to you could borrow in dollars in Europe, mm. and they're and then for you know buy things that were denominated in dollars, such as oil. So it really was the war, followed by the Cold War, and followed by our efforts to basically support the economy of everywhere that wasn't the Soviet Union. 
Kind of makes sense. Okay, so good for us, I would imagine. So that being said, why would the US dollar no longer be the reserve currency anymore one day? Right, well, so what we've seen is that countries have for a long time sort of resented this idea that they need dollars to buy things from all, sure. you know, from elsewhere around the world. If you're China, it doesn't make you very comfortable to think you need, you know, you have to keep accumulating dollars to get oil, to get natural gas. Mm. So you'd like to move away from that. We also, with both particularly our sanctions on Russia after they invaded Ukraine, where we cut off their, their supply of dollars, we more or less cut them off from the financial system. And countries are now looking at that and saying, okay, the US, has enormous leverage over everybody because those dollars, even though they're Russia's dollars or China's dollars, really exist in our financial system and we can cut people off from it. We haven't done that very often. We did it to a few rogue states here and there, but doing it to a large country like Russia, I think made people start to worry. So we're starting, wow. yes, so we're starting to see people want to move away, you know, try to develop another kind of currency that they can use. But it's very difficult because really China, they have capital controls. They're a very close economy. They're not, you know, they're controlled by the Communist Party. So if you're mistrustful of the U.S. government, turning your economy into one that relies on China's currency is probably not very wise. Yes, interesting, interesting. It makes sense though why China wouldn't want to have the US dollar be the reserve currency. Just like I wouldn't want the Yuan to be the world. Like I wouldn't like, like we're already upset enough at China for having such a control over our antibiotic production. I would hate for China to be in charge of our uh, monetary system, right? So I get it from their perspective why they don't want us to be. So let's say the BRICS countries get together and come up with a new thing, right? And the, the dollar is no longer the reserve currency. What's the problem with that? Why does that hurt me, day to day, Mike Slater, John Carney walking around in America, how is that bad for us? Well, so let's say that it's not just the BRICS countries, but energy producing countries, OPEC, for instance, um, or other countries that are making things that we want to buy. If we have to accumulate their currencies to buy it, that makes it much more difficult for us. Right now, we can, mm -hmm. you know, the, are the Federal Reserve, the U.S. government can print money if it needs to, to empower us to buy things around the world. And we can't print the yuan. That said, I don't think that if we get displaced as the only currency, as the only reserve currency for the rest of the world, that we're, that's going to be as big of a problem because it's not like France, the U.K., Germany, even Mexico is going to start regularly using yuan to purchase stuff. That's not going to happen. Uh, so what okay. we're gonna, what we'll probably see is instead of a globally do dominant dollar, we'll see a fractioning of the monetary system where you'll have some countries that are dollar system and other countries that are on whatever system gets developed. Oh, interesting, interesting. Okay. Um, still though, not great for us. <laughs> right? It's best that we're the. It's is what is the way I'd put it, and it might not be great for us. But then again. Being a reserve currency actually has its costs. I mean, one of the ways we became a reserve currency is we run trade deficits all over the world. That might become less necessary if we're not the reserve currency. So in other words, we may actually be hmm. more incentivized to make things at home if we're not the reserve currency.
Oh, interesting. And we wouldn't be, it wouldn't be as easy to print a bunch of dollars That's all the right. time we, to solve we, all of our problems. It might not be as inflationary as we, as we have been. Okay, interesting. Yeah. I got about 30 seconds. What, what is the role of gold in all of this, right? If we're no longer the reserve currency, but gold's been around for thousands of years, how, how does that play into it and, and for people to own gold? Right. Well, I think gold has a place in people's portfolios. I'm not a gold bug. I'm not somebody who says, you know, sell all your dollars and buy all gold. Uh, but, you know, having some gold makes some sense, in part because it has, over the course of history, proved to be a very effective uh, hedge against the devaluation of dollars or pounds or whatever currency it was. You, you know, holding gold was a way to kind of make the transition. So if you're worried, okay, there might be some new currency, maybe you'll want to buy that mm. currency with gold rather than dollars. Yeah, smart. All right, John Carney, uh, Breitbart.com, and sign up for the newsletter, Breitbart Business Digest. Uh, it's fantastic and, and really the only business newsletter I trust. John, good to talk to you, brother. Thank you. Appreciate you. Bottom line for me is, do I trust the people in DC who are in charge of our money supply to make good decisions? Do you? Do you trust our good friends in Washington, D.C. to make good monetary decisions. No, I do not. No way when Biden and his team were thinking about putting sanctions on Russia, were they even thinking ahead of, oh, this will push Russia out of the system, uh, the dollar system, and then they'll start making a reserve currency with Saudi Arabia and China. They weren't thinking that far ahead because they never do. I don't, I, are we just gonna bail ourselves out forever? I don't think we can. Would I regret it if I didn't own at least some gold. Yes, one day I believe I would regret it if I did not buy at least some. So I looked up the best company to buy gold and that's Patriot Gold Group to own physical gold and silver. And you can also talk about if you're eligible for a no fee for life IRA on qualifying rollovers for your IRA or 401k, you can hold those in physical gold and silver as well. And Patriot Gold Group is the consumer affairs top rated gold IRA dealer six years in a row and counting. There's a number on your screen right now, 1-888-617-6122 for a free investor's guide, patriotgoldgroup.com. You're watching The War on the U.S. Dollar, brought to you by Patriot Gold Group. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hey, Drew Scott here, and I'm Jonathan Scott, reminding you that life's better with a home policy from American Family Insurance. They can help you get just the right protection at just the right price and help you save when you bundle home and auto. Kind of like Goldilocks and the Three Bears. It'll be just right for you. We love a custom build. American Family Insurance. Insure carefully. Dream fearlessly. Get a quote and find an agent at AmFam.com. Products not available in every state. Visit AmFam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. 
The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You're watching The War on the U.S. Dollar. Brought to you by Patriot Gold Group. Iran gets together with Saudi Arabia through China. And China's taken over. And China, you know, I heard a couple of people say, well, the dollar will never lose the dollar standard. Are they kidding? China wants to change the standard, the currency standard. And if that happens, that's like losing a world war. We'll be a second tier mm. country. We'll literally be a second tier country if that happens. Absolutely true. And you compare that with Warren Buffett that we played in the last segment, where he's like, oh, we'll never lose our reserve currency. There's no alternative. It's like, you kidding me, Warren? Come on, man. Christopher Alexander is here. He's the CCO of Liberty Blockchain. Mr. Alexander, how are you, sir? Very, very good. Thank you. Great for you here. I want to talk about losing the, the reserve currency in a minute. But more importantly with you, I want to talk about central bank digital currency, CBDC. Can you explain what this is and why I think you and I both agree this is not only a huge problem, but like, like the biggest problem right now. What is CBDC? Well, it, <clears throat> it sounds like crypto Bitcoin, as, as people who are enthusiasts of, of decentralized finance would, would think or like it to be, but in every way it's the opposite. It's essentially the US government mm -hmm. creating its own crypto coin, which because of the very openness that you find on the blockchain and you find with something like Bitcoin, the US government could use for, for further and increased surveillance on your, your financial activities. So is it as simple as saying the federal government would be aware of and be able to monitor and control every purchase you make? Is that too simplified? Um, no, I, control might <clears throat> maybe a little strong in that they're going to be able to see it. Um, you would have presumably a digital wallet that they could access at any time uh, to levy fines against, pull taxes out, do, do whatever they would want to do with, and then they would track everything. So forget over $600. They would look at every single thing you did, um, and it would be recorded permanently on presumably some sort of U.S. government blockchain. Yeah, I'll add in the control part because clearly I, I definitely would see them saying, oh, uh, you've spent too much money on this. Uh, whether it's too many guns or too much money on meat or too much money on fuel or too much gas or whatever, right? Like they, they can certainly would be able to pass laws after that. Oh, I follow. Yes, absolutely. I think the Obama administration um, did that by pressuring the credit card companies to reject uh, credit card purchases for guns. So they would definitely um, <clears throat> have the ability to bar transactions to certain merchants uh, with that system, most certainly. Okay, so this is interesting. How, I understand why this would be different than cash, right? Cash the government can't know about. But how is it different than the credit cards already? Because that's one of the claims that people always make whenever you talk about a privacy issue. It's like, oh, I got nothing to hide. Or they already know everything anyway. So how is this different than credit cards? Here's the fundamental difference. The credit, US government can't pull the balance off your credit card because they've decided to fine you or take additional taxes from you. They could absolutely do that with the CBDC. I, I think that's the fundamental difference. Yes. Yeah. But they'll say, oh, it's all about stopping tax fraud, or it's all about efficiency, or it's all about uh, stopping the drug trade, or something like that. Uh, and, and, and to that, I would just say every, every dictator in history has um, come to power because they were solving what they claimed was an existential crisis and needed more power. 
So it's not about the system as it, is, as it exists now. It's the potential for abuse should someone try to abuse it that I think people should be concerned about. Yeah, very few people see that. Okay, so what steps have they made and, and do you see them making to get us to a central bank digital currency? Well, there's um, um, <clears throat> development in progress that, that's going on, one. There was strategic guidance that came from the administration um, in, on two fronts, one about developing this, um, which the um, uh, Biden administration argues will allow for easy transfer of payments um, and the like can be a convenience. On the other end of this, they're also going after the, the decentralized, you know, non-nation state um, crypto um, in, in a staggering and, 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 um, and, and kind of frightening, uh, with a frightening veracity, frankly. The, the SEC has, has kind of run amok. There's a, a leaked memo now from the Democrats um, on the Hill saying that they want to go after um, crypto. Uh, less than 1% of crypto transactions are involved in, in, in fraud, yet we repeatedly hear someone like Senator Elizabeth Warren say that, that crypto is this massive fraudulent money laundering enterprise. Um, you know, every um, public strategic communication and every regulatory action right now the Democrats can, can use to damage non-government crypto, if you will, like Bitcoin, they are very clearly um, engaging with. Hmm, amazing. Um, they'd have to ban cash, right, in order for this to be implemented, which I don't think would be that hard of a thing. Cash is something like 20% of all payments. So they could knock that out pretty quick, right? A absolutely. You see, um, increasingly, it's inconvenient to handle cash. And you see businesses, um, certainly here in the, the, the D.C. Baltimore area, that say we no longer accept cash, which, of course, is horrific for the unbanked. Um, it's interesting to note how many people who are unbanked can, can actually rely on crypto. I should point out, but but absolutely. And, and again, the, the big difference here is they make it inconvenient for cash. You could still keep your cash and they can't. I mean, it's very difficult for them to come get it. But at, at the push of a button, they could retroactively pass a tax and pull everything right out of your, your digital wallet that holds this new US government yes. crypto coin. Yes, you're right. You're right. They'd have total control over the money you have too in, in your bank or whatever. Yeah, that's it doesn't take long and it doesn't take that cynical of a mind to sit down for 30 seconds and think about all the dystopian things that a federal government could do when they have total and complete control over the not only the money supply at large in our country, but your money supply in your bank account um, and what you spend money on and receive money about and save money on and invest money in to give that access to the federal government, that's catastrophic. Absolutely, and, and um, if you think they're not establishing precedents right now. Um, the SEC has refused for years to regulate the crypto market. You're seeing that with the Ripple case, Coinbase, cost the, uh, the the Ripple folks $200 million in legal fees to fight this. And that looks like they're going to win their case where they're saying we're not a security and you can't regulate us. But one of the things that the SEC has been doing is, is refusing to engage, almost a pocket veto, then coming back and saying, oh, now you violated this. And then finding companies. Okay. That's what they did to Kraken. So if they can do it to a company, if it's in their interest, they're gonna do it to an individual as well. Absolutely. So we've been talking about solutions or hedges, like which is wise things we can think about as this is all true. Uh, how would gold fit into this, right? So this, this blockchain stuff, this crypto, that's all new. Gold is as ancient as can be. <clears throat> is there a role for gold here? You know, it's interesting. There are um, um, efforts to NFT or to digitize gold. Um, it's it's really really complicated. It's still not the same thing. And I would I would point this out. At the end of the day, um, I can go to a 
a jewelry store down the street, I can contact someone and I can buy gold and I can hold it, keep it, store it. Um, while you can argue you can hold your, your digital currency in what's called a cold wallet, I, I, I think um, um, while you can debate there's a store of value in each, um, you know, gold is, is much more widely accepted than, than crypto and, and has been for, for several thousand years. And I, I think the, um, the ability, the, the tangibility, the physical tangibility of it is an important aspect that, that sets it apart from, uh, from crypto. Yeah, something you could hold in your hands. That's important and will become more and more important as things uh, collapse and get worse. Christopher Alexander, CCO of Liberty Blockchain. Christopher, thanks for the insight. We'll definitely talk again. I'm grateful. Thank you. Thank you, brother. Let's come back and talk about an effort that FDR made. It wasn't an effort. Something FDR did in 1933 regarding your gold, people's gold. He said, I want it and I'm going to take it. We'll talk about that next. Spread the word. You're watching The War on the U.S. Dollar, brought to you by Patriot Gold Group. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hey, this is Vivek Ramaswamy. The media has systematically lied to you. The Hunter Biden laptop story, the origin of COVID-19, the Trump-Russia collusion hoax, or how your money's being spent in Ukraine. Enough already with the lies. No more lies, hard truths only. That's what the Truth Podcast is all about. It's not standard conservative talking points. If you want that, go somewhere else. But if you want the hard truth delivered to you in a way that challenges you and will challenge me intellectually, you're not going to find anything like this on the internet. Subscribe to The Truth Podcast today on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. You're watching The War on the U.S. Dollar, brought to you by Patriot Gold Group. Hey, Slider Crusaders, welcome back to our special about gold, but really it's about tyranny. It's about government control. Gold, to me, is about freedom from that control. Let's just take a minute to remind ourselves of, of the seed of tyrannical desire deep in the hearts of every one of our leaders and how that sprouted to the surface during the, the first couple of years of this, of this decade here and how they used every tool in the books to shame you and blame you during the pandemic. All the, the spin from the media. And you can just look at the Durham report, Russia collusion. You can look at the CIA turning inwards against the American people during the 2020 election. Just the level of shaming you for disobedience. You did the wrong thing. You think the wrong things. You voted for the wrong person. That level of shame has been used before when it comes to gold. In 1933, FDR issued a decree to confiscate all the gold. <laughs> Isn't that amazing? 
He took office in 1933. He said, the gold standard's safe, it's great. Three days later, he banned gold payments by banks, and a month later, he made it illegal for anyone to own more than $100 in gold. How did he convince people to comply with that? Here's the Treasury Secretary at the time. He said, the provision is aimed at those who continue to retain qualities of gold and thereby hinder the government's plans for a restoration of public confidence. That's a classic progressive mindset. Anything that limits the government's power is bad for people because it hurts public confidence. So you must submit because of public confidence in us. Check out this line from Roosevelt. He said, many persons throughout the US have hastened to turn in gold of their possession as an expression of their faith in the government and as a result of their desire to be helpful in the emergency. But there are others, however, who have waited for the government to issue a formal order for the return of gold in their possession. Be a good citizen. Obey us. Turn in your gold. Have faith in your government. Be helpful in an emergency. Don't you want to be helpful? And I love this idea. And, but other people, they've been more hesitant in returning of gold. Returning. Returning of gold. That implies that the government is the true, rightful, original owner of it. And you're just, they're letting us borrow it and, and now we have to return it like a library book. The left has that same mentality with all money. They think it's theirs and they're just nice enough to let you keep some of it. And just like what we all went through from 2020 to 2022, if you did not comply, you were called all sorts of names, a denier. And if you didn't return your gold back in 1933, you were called a hoarder. And if you didn't comply, it was a 10-year jail sentence, $250,000 fine. And my favorite part, it was all done in the name of freedom. Roosevelt said banning gold was essential in order to give the government that element of freedom of action, which was necessary. Freedom of action. Hmm. Why did FDR do it? Why did he want all the gold? The plan was to take all the gold and then give the government the freedom to print more money to pay for New Deal programs and a bigger government. So if they had more gold, they could print more and then spend more. It also caused chaos. And that's what the left loves. They love chaos. Because the Roosevelt administration could just set a new price of gold every day, no banks knew what to do and private lending just stopped. And there was a senator at the time who said no man outside of a lunatic asylum would loan his money today on a farm mortgage because it was just so hostile and crazy. So that means the government could come in and fix the problem of no banks lending money. The problem that they, the government, caused. Again, classic government. But at its core, it's the same reason why everyone's always wanted gold. It's the same reason why kings for thousands of years have always wanted gold, and that is power. Which is why I have it. Not a lot. I got some. Because it's the only tangible thing that's left that's real. I, can, I, have, I hold it in my hand. This is real. The government devalues our money. Like this? What is this? This is nothing. This is garbage. This is worthless. The government devalues our money. They spend infinitely more than we have. It's not that the dollar will crash. It is crashing. The feds want total control over how you spend your money. That's the central bank digital currency that we were talking about in the last segment. The gold is my way of saying no. This right here is a thing that I can trade. I'm never giving it to you. And we can go back to 3000 BC in ancient Egypt to see gold being traded. It's shiny, it's scarce, it's malleable, it's durable, it's got value, meaning like it can be used in industry. It's used in electronics and spaceships and satellites. It's indestructible. You compare that to the dollar, this thing, 
What is this? What is this? This is, abs this is absolutely worthless. And when China and Saudi Arabia say, no, we're not, we're not doing that anymore. We're not playing that game. That thing becomes totally worthless. It already is. And eventually everyone will realize it. There's two ways to control you. The two top ways to control you, a free citizen. Control how you move. Control how you move, where you're allowed to go. I used to be more on the self-driving car bandwagon and people would tell me it's a bad idea for this reason. I didn't believe it, but now I do. When everyone has a self-driving car, it'll all be connected to the grid and the government will be able to stop you from driving or keep you from going to certain places at certain times. If you don't think that when, if we all had self-driving cars during stay-at-home orders, if you don't think that they would have used that as an emergency power to keep you from driving when you weren't allowed to, like, of course they would have done that. Of course they would have stayed at home and we would have been like, mm, I don't think so. And they're like, well, can't use your car. We just turned your car off. Oh, emergency power. You gotta contribute, you gotta help. It's an emergency, don't you know? Don't you wanna save grandma's life? All that. Of course they would have done it. They just didn't have the technological ability to do it back in 2020. But one day they will, to go back to the first segment. Second way that the government can control you is your money. What it's worth, what you're allowed to spend it on, what you're not allowed to spend it on. I have gold for when it hits the fan as well. When I call Patreon Gold Group, so this gold, I know you can't tell right now, but there's a little, um, it breaks off in a little tiny square. Right, so this is like a, a lot of money, but if you break off each little thing, then you have a little bit of money to give for gas or bullets or food or whatever it is. So I have gold for when it all hits the fan as well because they can't make that worthless, no matter what they do. When FDR confiscated gold, it was $35 an ounce, now it's 2,000. So even he couldn't make gold worthless. No tyrant has ever been able to do that. So see if gold's right for you. You can call Patriot Gold Group. That's where I bought gold for a free investor's guide. Uh, any questions you have, those are the guys to talk to. They'll walk you through it. It's like, it is shockingly easy to own gold. The FedEx guy, distinctly remember, the FedEx guy brings it to your door and hands you an envelope with gold. It's crazy. And I trust it and I, I trust Patriot Gold Group. They call themselves Patriot Gold Group for a reason. We're on the same team. They're doing this for the right reasons. Call, see if you're eligible for a no fee for life IRA, and you can have your IRA or 401k in physical gold or silver as well. 1-888-617-6122. You got the number right there on the screen. You give them a call, get a free investor's guide, and know that Patriot Gold Group is the Consumer Affairs top rated gold IRA dealer six years in a row and counting. So it's not just me saying they're the best. PatriotGoldGroup.com. You're watching The War on the U.S. Dollar, brought to you by Patriot Gold Group. You're watching The War on the U.S. Dollar, brought to you by Patriot Gold Group. These actions are going to make sure that the banking system is safe and sound. The American banking system is really um, safe and well capitalized, it's resilient. I mean, who believes that? <laughs> like, how can you possibly believe these people who have lied to you about everything forever? Jack Haney is here. He's the CEO of Patriot Gold Group, a man I trust on all this, a man who for a long time has seen all of this coming and it's all coming to fruition. Jack, how are you, brother? Mike, thank you for having me. I'm doing well. 
Now, I'm grateful you're here and I'm grateful for your wisdom and your insight in, in all of this stuff. I want to get to, they're talking about the banking system. So I want to get to like the runs on the banks and the collapsing of banks in just a second. But one thing we've talked a lot about today is the end of the US dollar as the reserve currency. This is not getting nearly enough attention. And I, I, I feel like it's devastating, but I want to know exactly how. And, and get more people to be aware of that. So that's the first question is what does this mean? And then what is the, if we do lose the dollar as a reserve currency, what does that mean for gold? Well, there's a global trend right now, a de-dollarization trend, especially with the development of BRICS, which is Brazil, Russia, India, China, and South Africa, uh, Turkey, Egypt, Saudi Arabia, Germany, and even Mexico, 19 other countries have applied to be a part of BRICS, it's the hottest ticket in town, uh, which is a new basket reserve currency. Many speculate that it'll be backed by a basket of commodities, uh, primarily gold, silver, natural gas, and oil. And this really began with this administration imposing such harsh sanctions on Russia. Hmm. So when Russia invaded Ukraine and this administration imposed sanctions, seizing oligarchs, yachts, and kicking uh, Russia out of the SWIFT banking system, Saudi Arabia, China, Russia, uh, really started pushing, there's this global trend right now to move away from the dollar as the dominant reserve currency. What an interesting unintended consequence that I wonder if they even considered when they decided to do all those things, like kicking Russia out of SWIFT and all that other stuff. So if this happens, when this happens, because as we talked about earlier, there's been a lot of reserve currencies that I'm sure every single person who lived during a reserve currency thought they'd always be the reserve currency and it never lasts forever. So when this does happen, what does that mean for gold? Well, a few things. Uh, we've all read about and heard about China and their stratospheric uh, stockpiling of gold over the last, you know, six quarters, as well as even Russia, uh, Saudi Arabia as well. And what we're looking at is this new basket reserve currency, BRICS, would be backed by a basket of commodities, primarily gold and silver. Uh, what will happen then is demand will so overpower supply uh, that we've heard forecasts from Jeffrey's group of over $5,500 an ounce. We're hearing from Wells Fargo and Bank of America of $3,000 an ounce gold, and gold today sits at 2000 Because they would not be as foolish as we are to not have it backed by something, right? They, like, they would back it with something. Well, ever since Nixon took us off the gold standard back in 71, and we went from a gold-backed dollar to a fiat currency, meaning that it's backed by nothing, uh, what we've only seen is uh, the U.S. dollar devalue by about 92% and lose about 92% of its purchasing power. Uh, we saw this over the past two years with the trillions of dollars that this government has printed that the U.S. dollar has lost about 14% of its purchasing power. One thing I do want to mention, um, I'm not a certified financial investment advisor, nor do I give tax advice. but. What I can tell you, I've been on the front lines here uh, in gold now for over 15 years, and the demand for physical gold has increased tenfold uh, just over the last three years.
I bought some from you. Got this, a couple others <laughs> as well. Um, so let's go to the bank runs and bank collapses. It started with, what was the first one? Silicon Valley, right? And, Silicon uh, Valley. And you kept being told, oh, it's great, it's fine. Yeah, no problem, everything's great. Banking system's great, fantastic. And like, what's the third biggest bank collapse ever? And then it was a couple others, like, it's been like two big ones now, there's like three total, and I don't see it necessarily ending. So what does that mean for gold? Well, you played a clip with, you know, Biden and then Janet Yellen. But Warren Buffett, who I trust quite a bit more, hmm. said that many more regional banks will collapse. Now, this started with Silicon Valley Bank, and then it was Signature Bank, but then it moved on to Credit Suisse, and then First yeah, Republic Bank, which is the 14th largest bank in the United States. Three of the largest 30 banks in the United States have since collapsed in the last two months. So what we are seeing is we are seeing contagion within the regional banks, these smaller banks with these toxic loans, with the feds raising interest rates. So there's a lot of concern out there about you know, the FDIC, your deposits, the money you may have in the banks. Uh, you know, a lot of people have over 250 in the bank and they have concerns about the FDIC. They raised it from 100,000 to 250 back in 08 during that whole you know, mm. too big to fail uh, crisis, the subprime mortgage crises. But uh, what we're seeing right now, hack west of Beverly Hills, we're seeing a, a regional bank collapse right now. And uh, Americans are concerned about you know, not only the FDIC, but their deposits being insured and the availability of their funds in the banking system. And what does that mean for gold? Or what can gold do to uh, alleviate some of those concerns? Well, so what they're doing is they're uh, putting their, you know, paper fiat currencies, like we were just talking about, into physical gold. Uh, it's been a storage of wealth for 5,000 years. There's no counterparty risk. It can be converted into any other currency globally. So hmm. look, it's what central banks are doing. So. If central banks, which are the ones responsible for turning on the printing presses, if they are stockpiling stratospheric amounts of gold, right, it's do what the central banks are doing. So basically what Americans are doing is they are acting as their own central banks and purchasing physical gold and silver for the preservation of wealth and the preservation of the purchasing power. And uh, yeah, it's been you know, time-tested now over centuries. Yeah, makes sense. We're talking about like, this is the concept here of like safety. Where's a safe place? I think we're all looking for a safe place to put our money. Obviously you want good returns, but right then now even maybe safety is a priority. So Morgan Stanley the other day talked about commercial real estate. And that's always been assumed to be an absolute no-brainer, gangbuster investment to make in a safe one. Uh, what did they warn about that? Well, it always was commercial real estate, but then you had COVID and now you have the transition from the workplace to working from home. And we're finding you know, lower Manhattan, New York City, we're finding downtown Los Angeles, these commercial mm -hmm. real estate buildings vacant, vacant. And Morgan Stanley warned just two weeks ago that the commercial banking crisis is going to be worse than the 2008 subprime mortgage crisis. And there's an old saying 
if you owe the bank a million dollars, you have a problem. But if you owe the bank a billion dollars, the bank has a problem. And at the end of the day, the uh, owners of these commercial real estate buildings, they're not collecting rent, so they're not paying the mortgage, and it all goes back to the bank, right? So what we're looking wow. at are these vacant commercial buildings in these you know massive metropolitan areas, Chicago, uh, downtown New York, LA, where you know the owner of the building isn't collecting rent, the owner of the building then is not able to make their mortgage payments to the bank that holds the loan on these commercial buildings. And one thing you did mention, Mike, uh, regarding the preservation of wealth and the preservation of the purchasing power of the dollar, there's a quote by Will Rogers, I'm more concerned with the return of my money than the return <laughs> on my money. And insurance oh, is best so bought up. before you think you need it. Oh, that's such a good line. Okay, so I love this conversation. I love talking about this stuff, even though, well, it's like downer because like I don't love to think about the collapse of the US economy, although clearly that's where we're headed. So I do like to live in reality and I do have a little bit of hope in physical gold and silver. So there's a positive uh, lining at the end of all this. But I love talking, I love looking at dots and connecting them. Right, and that's what we've done here a little bit. You just did, right? Okay, uh, work from home means no rent, means they can't pay their bills, which means bank collapse, right? Like, I like connecting dots. Can you give us a few more, or maybe we can go back into history even, about some economic factors that are coming together now that you see uh, being bad for the economy, but good for gold? And I wanna know why it's good for gold so that we can make wise decisions uh, and prepare against these dots that are clearly connecting. Well, there's another quote, Mark Twain. History doesn't repeat itself, but it often rhymes. And we look at 70s era inflation. We look at the stagflationary period of the 70s. Uh, we look at you know what happened with interest rates there in the late 70s, early 80s, the Carter administration. We look at gold hitting all-time highs back then in 1980, as well as silver hitting $50 an ounce. And the parallels, uh, if we also look at you know, the parallels of 2000, the dot-com bubble, and what's happened here over these 12 years, right, with these outrageous valuations of these tech companies, uh, there's a lot of similarities and a lot of parallels of 2000 as a matter of fact, back in 2000, right, the dot-com bubble, the stock market lost 40% of its value. But what a lot of people don't know, and it's not in the media, it's not in the news, and you don't read about it, was that in 2001 and 2002, the stock market lost another 50% of its value. So if you really look back over time, if you look back over 1929, if you look over the late 70s and early 80s, and then you go to 2000, and then you go again to 2008 and the subprime mortgage crisis, and we talk about the commercial real estate mortgage crisis, right? It's cyclical, it's cyclical. And that's why the most dangerous words on Wall Street are, this time it's different, right? Mm -hmm. uh, this time is different, it's worse. Mm -hmm. Can we please learn from it? All right. Jack Hanny, CEO, Patriot Gold Group. Uh, Jack, your team's always been awesome. I've called many times, worked with a lot of people over there. 
um, to buy all the gold I have from you and only from you. So I'm grateful for that. Give my best to your team. What's the best way people get in touch with you guys? Well, and thank you, Mike, and we appreciate it. They can go to www.patriotgoldgroup.com or call 1-800-974-4653. That's www.patriotgoldgroup.com or call 1-800-974-GOLD. Jack, grateful for you, man. We'll talk again. Mike, thank you. You bet. Appreciate it. Thank you, brother. Um, so that's a, for me, bottom line, do you trust the people in DC who are in charge of the monetary supply? Do you trust them? I do not. End of story. Thanks for being here with our special today. PatriotGoldGroup.com to learn more. You're watching The War on the US Dollar, brought to you by Patriot Gold Group. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.